0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Scott stemmen Podcast. Uh, this is Scott, and today I have a, a guest with me, a good friend of mine from Ohio, uh, Thad Davis. So, Thad, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, so,
0: Thad, just kind of entered, for those who are maybe listening who don't know who you are, uh, just kind of give us a little, like, snapshot of who you are and what you do.
1: Um, so, my name's Thad. Uh, I am a, para- a Title I paraprofessional in... Dayton, Ohio. Um, so what I do is I teach a supplemental reading program to second grade students who are below grade level um, with the I- ideal to get them caught up to grade level. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, that's my job. And then I'm in school for social work, um, taking a semester off at the moment and just trying to live my best life. All right. So,
0: so you saying that you're a, uh, you know, you, you, you help uh, second graders with reading, um, you know, kind of, kind of walk me through that program. Like, what, how, how do you, I, I think it's, I, I mean, for me, is it more than just giving them a book and saying, hey, read this? Like, how, kind of, how do you work with the kids on teaching them how to get up to grade level?
1: Yeah. So I have a, a program from McGraw Hill that's called Reading Mastery. Um, so, oh, sorry, my dog's barking. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> uh, it gives so reading mastery. Um, gives a uh, so I have a presentation book, and it has some phonics lessons. Some so I go over sounds that letters make. Um, I'll have words. Sometimes they'll read the whole word. Sometimes they'll sound it out using that those phonics skills. Um, And it just has different exercises like that. And then there's a, after we finish um, the lesson, I do one lesson a day. After we finish that part of that lesson, then there's a storybook. So each student gets a storybook. We open to whatever lesson we're on, um, and we read the story as a group. Uh, Sometimes it's choral reading, where everyone reads together. Sometimes it's individual. Each kid reads a, a sentence or two and then moves on to the next one. And then um, we also, after that, we have a workbook, which has some comprehension questions, so questions about the story we read. Mm-hmm. And then it also has um, some letter writing and some just thinking skill kind of components to it. And then that's my day. And I do that in small groups. Um, so I work with three second-grade classes, and I pull out... Um, three groups from each class for 30 minutes at a time.
0: Okay. All right. So that's good. So it seems like you're kind of in some ways very hands-on with your students.
1: Yes, absolutely. And it gives them that, since it's a smaller group, it gives them a more a more focused approach than what they get. Because um, our class sizes are, our biggest class is 25 students. Mm-hmm. So 25 students with only one teacher is a lot. But if I have a group of, you know, eight or nine, I can get a little more focused with them. Okay. Good.
0: Cool. Yeah. So, so with this, um, because with everything going on with the um, with the coronavirus and with schools kind of um, being shut down, and depending on which state you are in, I know in Virginia we're shut down for at least uh, two weeks. I think. I think from what I read in Ohio, it's three weeks for you guys. Yeah. So okay, so so how is that affecting? Um, so how's that affecting you and your job in the school district that you work in?
1: So the school I work for is a charter school. Okay. Um, they so we're closed for three weeks starting today um, on the order of Mike Dewine, and then uh, he's the Ohio governor. Um, so what we're doing. At my school, we get to work kind of independently instead of as a district. Um, We are – kindergarten through second grade is doing – they sent home packets, so a big 60-page packet of different worksheets and different stories and things like that for the students to work on at home. Excuse me. And um, then the third grade through eighth grade, we're a K-8 school, not K-12. Um, third grade through eighth grade is going to be doing e-learning through Google Classroom. Okay. Um, so they set up all their assignments. They'll have videos. They might have some live sessions, but I don't know how much the teachers at my school are going to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then paraprofessionals, so people who do my job, and then we also have special education paraprofessionals, which usually work one-on-one with a student. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have some that work in the kindergarten classrooms as teacher's aides, just because we have so many kindergarten students. Yeah. Uh, they, so all of the paraprofessionals are hourly employees. We're not on salary. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of concern that we weren't going to get paid during all of this time. Mm-hmm. But the company that, that is in charge of my charter school, um, They decided that they are going to pay the hourly employees for this three week period. So, um, so, and I don't, I can't really send anything home. So I'm kind of just three weeks off. Um, and I, I have thought about maybe recording myself reading some kids' books and posting them up, but we're, since I do second grade, we're not doing Google Classroom. So I don't know if I can actually feasibly do that or not. Mm, Okay. All
0: right. So that's, that's interesting. So, um, yeah, and it seems like that's kind of where um, we are at. You know, my son goes to a independent school, um, Mm -hmm. and kind of with the Episcopalian Church, and um, they are, you know, they're on spring break right now. So he's Having fun running around in his underwear Watching Frozen 2 um, But uh, but um, You know the next two weeks they're going to do Online classes um, so it's going to be Interesting to see you know How they do that and Even just kind of looking And I know occasionally like for some Of the um, Because you know my wife does the after school Program so obviously if you have right. no kids You don't have an after school program mm-hmm. So I believe she's not getting Paid um, for this time off but she is kind of um you know they did say like oh hey you know we can have you do some like office work or or do yeah. some stuff at the school and then you can get paid so it's kind of a um but i know some other people especially um you know we have a couple of teach um teaching assistants so it's kind of mm-hmm. like okay you know if i'm not there since if I can't, since I'm not a teacher, I'm a teaching assistant. You know that same question: Am I getting paid, or, or right. if I am, how much am I getting paid? You know, what can I do to kind of help supplement my income? Mm-hmm. Um, and then even just uh, a lot of things. You know, even now, like I think I just read, Ohio has shut down restaurants and bars, or at least the but dining
1: areas. They did. They actually also shut down um, gyms, or they are shutting down. At the end of today, I believe gyms, movie theaters, um, indoor water parks, indoor trampoline parks—basically mm. um, anywhere that people would be congregating—other yeah. um, than a grocery store or a bank.
0: Yeah, and and, th- and that's interesting too because I've I've been seeing a lot of criticism. Um, you know, people saying, "Okay, like you know, you're shutting down." And again, this isn't happening in Virginia, but you know, the governor said no more than a hundred people. So with that, it's like, okay, you know, so yeah, things like movie theaters, like, okay, you know, are people going to say, okay, we can only sell 100 tickets to go see, you know, onward, and then they're going to stop. I know even like, uh, I'm a friend with somebody who works at a funeral home, so when they have people who pass away, you know, they too are limiting how many people can enter into the funeral home, Mm -hmm. especially if you have two, especially sometimes if they have two viewing rooms then that's going to be tricky because then it's almost like, you know, 50 people at a time per uh deceased loved one or friend. Right. So, you know, so they're trying to be proactive with that. I know at my gym, they haven't closed down. They're just like, hey, we're cleaning everything. We're sanitizing. They have sanit- – make sure, you know, use common sense and that's mm-hmm. it. Um I know for me, like even for me, like, you know, as everything was progressing, you know, we hadn't really had any – um any outbreaks in our community in our in our in our county, really? Mm-hmm. So you know, and this weekend was supposed to be a youth convention that I was going to over at Virginia Beach. Well, there's two cases, and from talking with you know our band, our speaker, the hotel, even the the place we're going to do missions work, you know, everybody was like, "Yep, we're going to go, we're going to do it." Um, we're still good. The two cases, and even talking to uh, public health officials at Virginia Beach, they said, "Well, the two cases, the people knew they had it. They were on a boat. They got off the boat. They immediately went into quarantine." So mm. it's like, okay, you know, so for it's like, well, let's just continue to do it, and then we're figuring out things like instead of going out to a restaurant, we'll go get food, bring it back, you know, stuff like that. We'll pretty much stay in right. the hotel. You know, we won't go to the aquarium or anything there. And then it wasn't till. That evening, because that was, mm-hmm. I had that phone conversation in the morning. That evening was when you know our governor declared a state of emergency, and because of that, everything shut down. Yeah. Um, so that was so. I mean, for me, it was kind of a. I don't know how I felt. It. I mean, I've, I was like, okay, well, you know, if the governor's saying shut down, go ahead. But at the same time, I'm like, but we're being proactive. We had the plan. I didn't. I mean, I think we could have still went had the event and maybe things would have been okay but at the same time you never know um, Mm -hmm. because there's probably going to be that one kid who may be feeling sick but they're like oh no i really want to go to convention because it's the one thing i do all year and i don't want to miss it you know so i mean we haven't really canceled it we postponed it and we're trying to figure out you know when we can try to reschedule and 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 all that jazz so yeah. I mean, that's good. At least that we it was canceled way ahead of time that we could call the hotel and cancel our reservations so we didn't get charged for the hotel rooms, which was nice. Right. But, yeah. you know, I think that, you know, even like with that and even with churches, you know, a lot of times, even in our area, you know, there's a lot of churches who basically said, okay, we're going to shut down. We're not going to have church until after Easter. Uh, some mm-hmm. churches are like, hey, we're shutting down, but we but join us online. Uh right. there are some churches, even some bigger churches that they didn't pull the plug until like probably an hour before service started on Sunday. And I think I mean we we had service we had we had our online thing, we even had our in-person thing and from there, I think we had like a few people show up for our, um, in-person service. So, I mean, that was nice because I was thinking, well, maybe no one will show up, but there were some people showed and it was good. It was a different, it was a more modified service, but it, it's weird. How it, for me, I think it's interesting how we're trying to accommodate and change and try to do things in the midst of this pandemic. Uh, right. what, what have you been seeing? What have you been seeing like within like, you know, churches in your area
1: and, um, other businesses? What are, Uh, Most of the churches have gone to live streaming if they have the capability. Um, Or I saw a few that were meeting in person. Um, Lots and lots of people were giving them some backlash just because there was so much. I mean, Ohio has been really proactive in Mm -hmm. dealing with it. They were one of the first to shut down schools, shut down restaurants. Um, Just before we started recording this, there was a press conference of uh, even postponing the, the primary vote, which is supposed to be tomorrow. Um, but they're probably pushing it back to June um, just because they can't say, like the governor said, they can't say stay in your homes and say go out and vote. Um, so, but there, so there were a couple churches that were saying they were going to meet. I don't know if they did. Um, I saw one person say something about God won't let his followers, uh, Catch this disease, uh, which is incredibly ill-advised. Uh, yeah, because um, you know, rain falls on the just and the unjust, as as they say.
0: Well, and, and you and you and even with that, you bring up a good point because I think I saw like I think I saw like just in news that um, uh, who was it uh, was it Jim Baker, the televangelist who was selling cures to the coronavirus oh in Iowa, goodness. and then um. <laughs> Kenneth Copeland was on TV and he on TBN and he was he was praying the coronavirus away from people. I'm sure (laughs) if you send him like 1995, he'll he'll do that for you. So five
1: installments of 1999. Jeez, And,
0: and I mean, and that was a struggle for me. You know, as a as a minister, it was a struggle for me because it was like you know, to me, it's like. Because our um, state director posted, gave all the churches something like, okay, you know, here's some actions you can do. Here's a stage one, stage two, stage three, depending Mm -hmm. on how big the outbreak is in your area. And since we didn't have an outbreak in our area, we went with stage one. So it's like, okay, well, why don't we meet? And it was kind of one of those things where it was like, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? I know other people on the other side who did cancel services, they were probably like, am I doing the right thing? You know, I feel kind of yeah. bad that I am canceling services because, but at the same time, you know, I want to be safe. You know, right. I was in the boat. I was at the thing. It's like, well, I don't want to cancel it. And then, you know, the next couple of weeks, we are still not having an outbreak in our area. Things start to dissipate.
1: Um, you, you know, it was always, yeah, it was a hard call. Uh, right. With, with most churches being majority elderly at this point, um, it's mm-hmm. just a good... A good move to keep to keep them away, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and as sad as that is, to you know, yeah. cancel the whole service, but
0: and and I and I'm also kind of curious because you know I've seen you know because I mean, f- at least for us, you know, I have a camera in the back. We we have it hooked up to a computer. That's how we live stream. So and it's a HD camera. So we have a pretty good. I think it's not like professional quality. Like I don't have like big $5,000 cameramen who cameras that are filming three different sides of me, but at Uh least it was good enough. But, you know, I've seen people who've tried to do, I actually, I think one time I saw one person with their phone doing it, but they had it sideways, but because you need to keep it upright to stream, like the whole entire stream, uh, their Uh head was sideways, so, mm-hmm. it was, or like you know there's the meme Where it's like oh Pastor's Sunday And it's like a guy dressed in a suit But then from the waist down he's just like in his underwear <laughs> You know it's
1: like Yeah <laughs> That's funny
0: it, it's, it's stuff like that that's that's hilarious And it's like well I don't want to be that guy Like I'll like even though like now I've kind of said you know we're not going to have in person Services you mm-hmm. know We'll just you know because again the CDC Dropped everything from 100 to 50 We had another case not in our community, but in a community next over where like a major hospital is. So it's like, well, I know a lot of people, if they have to go to the hospital, they have to go over to Charlottesville. So if they're over there and there's an outbreak, then, you know, it's just a, you know, it just makes sense that even though they may be fine, but they could have it on them and bringing it into our community. So let's just be safe. Even like with, um, you know, I've started streaming online uh, Bible study especially for those who, and really I do it for those who happen to miss the study. So then that way they have the opportunity to listen to all the conversations. I know a lot of people, they're like, well, I don't want to be on camera or "Or I don't want people to hear what I have to say. You know, some people are kind of, but I mean, at least this way, it's like, well, hey, I'll do it. And if you have questions, you just type it in the chat and we'll go from there and kind of, Put a nip in that bud Um, But the one thing that I thought was Interesting especially with um, This is kind of more Of a missional thing than anything With the uh, pandemic Is you know as I'm Getting service ready and as I'm waiting and I'm kind of Taking time and I'm just checking You know I'm just kind of seeing okay what are Other people doing so I'm kind of looking um, At like you know Other people's services to see what they're doing Mm -hmm. And I notice and i don't know if you've noticed this too but i just felt like there was a lot of people who were just sharing hey this is where i go to church and here here's here you can tune in right here or hey this is the church i go to here watch yeah. our live stream and, and it was weird because i saw that and it's like you know i now finally for people who i've been friends with i know where they go to church i know mm-hmm. what denomination they're a part of cuz sometimes i didn't know it's like you know, especially people I went to college with, people I went to um, school with, right. a, a seminary with, it, or even people at even people when we worked at camp. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of them, you know, probably were in the Church of God, but now some of them are right. in non denominational right. churches. Some of them are probably Methodist now, and it's it's interesting because I thought about it and I go, you know, I think I've seen more people share and made invitations to join live streams. Mm-hmm. then i have seen people who have gone out and made invitations for them to come to church in person right
1: and so i That'd was be interesting
0: it's and i mean and i don't and i mean and i don't want to be kind of negative but i think a lot of that was because well a people who are going to church every sunday i don't think they're sitting in there and playing on their phone and sharing and saying hey everybody come join our live right. stream you know they're there to worship they're there to um have a good time, um, to learn about God, to be fed, you know, all that stuff. So hey. they're not gonna be on their phone. So I get that part. But then there's also the part of me it's like, you know, how come why is it that is it a is it a cultural thing? Because we're such in a digital age now, it's easier for me to yeah. click a share button and have people view my live stream Then, for me, going out and trying to build authentic relationships, and then hopefully say, "Hey, you know, Easter's coming up. You should come and check up, check out our service, man. You should come."
1: Right. I think I was. uh Go ahead. No, go right ahead. I'm sorry. That's what I was thinking. Is that it's just about like an ease of access thing? Um, Because you know, like we all know at this, or most of us, hopefully know. Just going out and trying to evangelize to strangers just immediately say, hey, come to my church it is not an effective way to, to reach people. Like yeah. building relationships. And, like, because we're so digital now, we just talk to people less. Uh, we interact with fewer people in our day-to-day lives. Um, so it is easier to just share, hey, look at this. And then it's online. You can put it on Put it on Twitter and anybody can see it, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, or share it to Reddit somewhere. Like you have so much (laughs) access to just send this out into the whole world where millions upon millions of people have the potential of seeing it. It likely won't get that far for most of us, but um, it just is so much easier to to do that than to, like, build a relationship with so many people. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. And ease of access.
0: Yeah, and I I mean and that's the thing too because, you know, it's it's interesting because I mean, you know, especially like with podcasting, you know, there's a time where I used to before we had the capability where we could do where the average person can just like stream and do like mm-hmm. a live video feed and stream it to like a YouTube or a Twitch or yeah, or or a, or a mixer type platform, you know, I would do podcasting and sometimes I would just you know, set up a free account with the church and just have my sermons be recorded and upload them there. And it was pretty simple. And I mean, you had to do some editing, but then you just simply do it. And it's kind of interesting now because especially now that people are now trying to figure out, like even some of your like smaller churches, you know, trying to figure out, okay, if we don't have in-person services, how do we do giving? Because Mm -hmm. mostly people probably just dropped it off in the plate. Now it's like, well, now I have to figure out an online platform and, or, or just have to tell people either drive by at the church during the week and drop it off or Or send send it it in the mail. mail. Um, and I think that's kind of an interesting, uh, interesting tad bit because, you know, it's like now we've been in this, I feel like we've been kind of in this digital age for a while, especially since like maybe 2000 you know probably at least 2003 2004 whenever yeah. we f- whenever i first had a facebook account when it was just the colleges years mm-hmm. ago uh, but i would say probably more like 2005 when things really started to cuz i think that's when youtube started to become a bigger thing um, right. people weren't people weren't doing the lime wire <laughs> <laughs> Bit stuff, yeah. Um, and now you have so much access to everything, and you can, and people can, you know, build a career based on taking selfies and posting mm-hmm. them on Instagram and and right. get paid to do it. Um, you know, there's been so much change that's happening in a digital platform that I feel like, in some ways, it is ease of access. I can yeah. simply say, hey. Here's this message that really spoke to me or, hey, you know, this cool thing's happening or this cool thing's happening or this event's coming. Come join me. And then right. on this, on the other hand, you are talking to people less and less. Yeah. And, it, I mean, even for me, like, you know, there's occasionally where I'll start talking to people, like I'll do a prayer walk mm-hmm. around my city and one time I'll talk to people on the street and you can tell there's some people who they genuinely... You could sit there and talk to him for hours because it's almost like you're probably the only person, real person, that's actually going to physically talk to him and give them time besides, you know, arguing or talking back and forth on um, like a Facebook or a Twitter. Um, yeah. And then there's other people who you could say, hey, how are you? And you would try to start up a conversation and they're like, hey, and they're just kind of walking by. It's like, oh, a real right. person. Let me <laughs> who is this real person I'm gonna walk away um, <laughs> and it's and it is it's just very strange how um how um that is, but then on the other hand, there's times where digital relationships have led to personal relationships out in the community just by right. having those conversations mm-hmm. so I think um I think there's a pro and con to every new technology or every I mean, even you know, there is a pro and con to if people were gonna keep their services open yesterday or people Mm -hmm. closing. There is always pros and cons to both things. And um yeah, I think it's just, you know, we just live in a world that is rapidly changing so quickly that um it's just hard to kind of uh kind of hard to really figure out how do we how do we grab grab it by the horns and really have Mm -hmm. good control over this. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: oh man,
0: yeah. So is it it's affecting
1: you, um, like your family life. Uh, everybody's home, right? Everybody's everyone's home. I mean, here. Home. I mean, like, let's say Saturday.
0: You know, I mean, we try to make sure that we're just not cooped in the house all the time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because I think that's kind of the big thing. Because for me, like, I, I mean, at least for me, I don't like being. Well, I mean, you know me. I couldn't even sit still half the time when we worked at camp. Right. Half the time it was like I sit there, I eat, I'm up, and I'm not doing something else. Like I'm getting the oh, ropes yeah. course ready or I'm doing more video editing. Like I'm yep. just someone who cannot sit still. So for me, it's it's difficult because, I mean, I'll sit down. Like I'll be sit here, maybe I'll work from home, and then I'll jump over because I'll walk over to the church and do stuff. And there's other times where like – You know, I just need to go do something like I'll go to the gym or sometimes like, you know, I just need to go work at a coffee shop because I can be around other people. And just even the background noise of people talking or the flipping of the pages or the steam from the coffee machines, Uh you know, that kind of helps me focus. Uh Um, So being in silence or being where I'm being distracted by screaming kids um, (laughs) is very is very difficult. As far as work, but at the same time, you know, I don't. There's certain things that I now no longer have to really do to prepare. Like you know, I'm not thinking like, okay, when should we do this song? When should we do that song? You know, right. you, yeah. I mean, it's like it's almost like <laughs> oh, because I mean, I'm not paying um, CCli like two hundred dollars to stream the worship team live, so right. really, I don't have that license and. So for me, it's like all I can have to do is just do some announcements, uh-huh. maybe take some prayer requests, preach my message. That's it. Yeah. I mean, maybe I might create a playlist of worship songs so like people want to, yeah, listen and sing or do it before or after I go live. Then you know, hey, you know, that's 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 cool. Um, even now, like I'm working on like okay, since we do have a lot of elderly, you know, and especially with some of them probably don't want to leave their homes. You know, what can I do to go out and maybe get groceries for them? What can I do to help them? Yeah. You know, or even if it's like, hey, I mean, now, I mean, I know some places it's like, yeah, I mean, medicine's different. I can't go pick up someone's medicine. And they're like, you're not this, you're not an old woman. You're not right. picking up my medicine. Um, but um, maybe I could, maybe I'll put on a dress and a wig and be like, hello, <laughs> yes. But um, no, I think with that, I mean, you're kind of, I mean, in some ways, it's become a little bit more easier. And I think for me, like, I'm always Thrive doing remote stuff. Like, even mm-hmm. if I'm at, even if I'm out having a meeting somewhere, or even if I'm having a conference, you know, I can easily, and if someone goes, Oh, hey, I have an issue with something, or I can't access something, I can go here, and I can kind of do, 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 type something up real quick, send it to them, and they have it.
1: Or I can yeah. pull
0: something up and send it to them if they lost something. Um, Especially like with things like Dropbox or or stuff in the cloud, it's easy. It's like, oh, it's in my cloud. Hold on, click, blink, done. There yeah. you go. It took me two seconds to do it. Um, I don't have to be like, well, you have to wait till I get home at like nine o'clock at night so I can send it to you, right. or you're just gonna have to recreate it because I'm not gonna get home till. You know, I'm gone for a couple of days. Um, so, I mean, as far as life here, it's been easy, especially now, like, you know, we make sure if our kids want to go outside and play, they can play. Um, I think my wife was trying to do a couch to 5K program, but again, she can't go to the gym. So she'll walk right. over to the, she'll walk over to the church and she'll just like jog around the gymnasium okay. for a little bit. And then that's it. So I think in those, I think in that sense, um, that kind of works very good. Um, Because we are getting out Like even today Like my son broke his glasses So then I took him out To get his glasses And I made sure I mean I was panicking a little bit We had to go pick up some stuff At the grocery store Mm -hmm. And here he is like He's touching the uh, cart, and then he's picking his nose and eating it. And it's like, yeah. wait, I haven't sanitized the cart yet. Here, and I'm putting. I mean, I sanitize his hands, and I'm gonna grab a sanitize. Or then sometimes he'll get bored and he'll put his mouth on like the shopping cart handle. I'm like, no, no, stop, 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 stop. Those are hard habits to break. <laughs> or he touches his face. I like, don't touch your face. <laughs> and I think that's probably more challenging for me. Is that you know, as a parent, how do you? You know how do you keep your children's lives as normal as possible, mm-hmm. without them being afraid or anxious about? Oh, am I going to get sick? What if I cough? Is that mean that I have this virus? You know, right. try, and it reminds me of the film uh, "Life is Beautiful." You ever see that film, Thad?
1: Um, I don't remember.
0: It's okay. It's um. Oh, I can't think of the guy's name now. He's an actor. He he was in a lot of um jim jarmusch's films and i can't think of his name but it won an academy award but it's basically about this guy who has his family or especially he's with his son and mm-hmm. it's during world war ii and he's jewish so he's in a concentration
1: camp okay i did not see this. what he and what he, and what he does
0: is as he's in the concentration camp he kind of plays these like little fun whimsical games that kind of kind of divert his son from really experiencing the horrors of what's happening. So the whole entire time, his son has no clue about the concentration. I mean, they know they're in a camp. They know they're in isolation, but to him, he's thinking like, Oh, this is not scary. I'm not afraid because my dad's just kind of doing these weird, crazy things um, to kind of negate all the uh, fear That's happening. And I feel like that's kind of like where I'm at. You know, I'm just trying to, like, even I wished um Animal, the new Animal Crossing game for the Switch Mm -hmm. came out last week. Cause it's, you know, me and my son could be like, okay, here, let's create an Island. Let's go do some fun stuff. You know, we can get lost in this digital world for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I mean, even now I have a teen who keeps messaging me, Hey, can we play Fortnite? Can we play Fortnite? It's like, dude, I don't really play Fortnite, but I just kind (laughs) of updated my software just so i can play with you but you do yeah. know i work right
1: <laughs>
0: it's, like, it's like i know the whole world shut down but i still have to work you know <laughs> i'm not going to just sit around and think like oh i'm just going to sit around drink si- su- sweet tea sit on my front porch and watch cars yeah. go by for in a week and not get <laughs> anything done <laughs> um but so, I mean, I think for us, we're kind of handling it well. I mean, you know, it'll be, it's going to be interesting when school starts back up and he has to mm. sit there and do online classes. I think that's going to be the more difficult part in seeing how, how our son responds to that, especially when he wants to play with his sister and his sister is not even in preschool yet. So she can have free roam or free reign (laughs) to do whatever. So part of me goes, well, are we going to have to do a thing where I'm going to have to take her and throw her in our church nursery while I work over at the church? So then he can be at home and get Mm -hmm. his schoolwork done, or how do we figure that out? So then that way he's not falling behind in school and he can do the required work. Plus, You know, a lot of, especially with his school, you know, they do a lot of interactive play and specialty things. So I know for at least the first part, it's like, okay, he's going to learn from his teacher. But then, you know, on days where he has Spanish, you know, that might be, have to be Laura and I's responsibility. Okay, like, hey, let's, you know, let's watch a video. Let's watch a kid's video that has both English and Spanish where it's like a Sesame Street thing. Or, hey, technology, why don't we, here, why don't you, what are some things you do in tech class? Here, why don't we try this experiment? Right. Or, you know, or here, why don't you go on Google and we'll put the safe search, the super strict <laughs> and say, hey, kind of, kind of see what you can, conf- you know, what information can you find about Kermit the Frog and have them just kind of type stuff in and learn how to. Yeah. You know, so I think, and I mean, even now, like I've seen like um, abcmouse.com has a, it's their subscription members are free now third duration schools out. So you can get access to a lot of this cool stuff. Plus my son, he has, um. He has a Kindle, so we have the uh, kind of the Kindle free time. So he okay. has access to a lot of books, and I mean, my son loves to read. So you know, for him, he rather sit and read than play a electronic game on his Kindle. Um, yeah. So for me, it's like, okay, you know, that's cool. Or sometimes he wants me to read him books, so I'll do that. Or even like, hey, let's go bake and even do math. Like, okay, let's fill the water up to one cup, and you know, try to do stuff like that. So. We can kind of keep it interesting, so it's almost kind of like a um, a homeschool thing in some ways. Where, again, I I don't know. I mean, I'm not. So if you're if you're listening to this and you homeschool, and I'm not explaining exactly (laughs) what homeschool is, please don't take offense to it because I'm ignorant when it comes to homeschool. But you know, I think at some ways it's trying to figure out how you can do stuff with your kids. And, so how are you kind of, you know, especially with you, how are you kind of coping with um and even your sister, how are you guys kind of coping with uh, uh being in isolation?
1: We're doing okay. Um I am having more trouble with it than she is. Um mm-hmm. I am a big time extrovert. I use socialization as a coping mechanism for stress and
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, like for real, basically any emotional problem, I'm just like, well, let me go hang out with some friends and I'll feel better.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and, now I'm in this, re- and I'm in
1: the same boat with you. That's how I am. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I can't do that quite so much now. Uh, so it's been kind of tough. And like just the anticipation of it. I mean, on Friday night when I got home from work, knowing that the next three weeks, my days will be spent not going to work and I won't have that routine and that chance to get out of the house like guaranteed chance to get out of the house every day um that was enough to like make me feel stir crazy Mm. just friday night um i have calmed down a little bit since then and um have been able to you know walk my dog to get out and i went grocery shopping on sunday and um when we had a board game night at a friend's apartment yesterday, just four of us. Um, so that was all good and fine. And, but yeah, I just, um, I get stir crazy really easily on days that, uh, school was canceled. We had three cancellations because of weather this year so far. And on any of those, I would leave the house for about four hours. Um, go sit at a restaurant or at a coffee shop or something like that. Um, and just sit and kind of be around people and talk to strangers. Um, yeah. And just be out. But now that is not so much an option. Um, so it's just, I'm going to find other ways to deal with this and mm. find hobbies to fill my time and, maybe learn some new skills or maybe I'll binge watch some shows that I haven't seen and play some video games. I'm hoping to get animal crossing. I didn't pre-order it or anything. Oh, see, uh, I pre-ordered it. So (laughs) I'm guaranteed
0: getting it. it, And already. Yeah. And I've already had some friends say, Hey, here's, I guess they might've pre-ordered it through or they bought the, um, the Nintendo Switch Animal Crossing thing so they can okay. kind of already go in and kind of create their passport and everything. So like, here's yeah. my
1: friend's ID. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll add you. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I figure if I can't go somewhere and get it, I'll just get the digital version. So, Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's even nice too, the fact that you can now download a digital game on your... Right. And even pre-order it digitally and then yeah. at, and when then it hits midnight it and it kind of preloads, so right when midnight hits, you can just... Play it right uh-huh. then and there. It's amazing how technology works so quickly now. Um, it really is. All right. Well, I think that's it for us. But yeah, definitely. You know, I think you know. In the same way, you know, just be proactive, do your part to keep everyone safe. But at the same time. Yeah. You know, don't feel like that you have to be locked in a cave. You know, feel like, you know, walk around your house a couple. Of, go in the backyard. I mean, I mean, you're right. probably living in an apartment. I'm not sure where you're living at. i but in a house. Okay, you're in a house. So, yeah. so, you know, you can even go out in the backyard and just uh. scream. <laughs> go back in.
1: <laughs> scream into oblivion. At least
0: it's not like, it's, at least we're not like to the point where it's like Italy where people are really confined. So people right. are like singing songs out their windows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright Well, yep. that. Thank you so much For joining us uh, Joining me Thanks on this podcast Yeah, definitely um, And again, guys Thank you so much For listening uh, Feel free to Like, share And subscribe To the Scott Stedman Podcast You can find us On Apple Music You can find us On Spotify Google Play uh, Anywhere where you uh, Can access a podcast You'll probably find me um, Also You can follow You can follow My website TheScottStedman.com I will post information Up there as well And again and, uh, you know, guys, I, you know, I don't think, I think a couple weeks ago, none of us could ever have imagined that this would be our lives. Uh, but, hey, stay diligent, stay strong, and we'll get through this together. All right, guys, wash thank you. you and wash your hands. And don't cough in people's faces. And I and I just saw an article, you know, if you have a beard, which I've been growing out my beard the first time in years, I've actually started to grow out my beard. Ooh. They're saying, you must shave your beard because you could contain that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great so uh, I might have to shave my beard now so people aren't like but the only person who's really eating my beard is me so (laughs) when it gets too long anyway guys thank you so much for listening have a great week and I'll uh, talk to you soon bye